Welcome to the Striving Together podcast, a podcast for the Imago Dei Church family to help us follow Jesus together in the grace of His gospel. My name is Shane Shaddix. I have the privilege of serving as the discipleship pastor, and I'm joined today by Zach Lyons, who is our pastor for missions and evangelism and church planting and uh, things like that. So, Zach, thanks for taking the time. Yeah, glad to be here. Um, All right, uh, brothers and sisters, today what we wanted to uh, do is a quick overview of uh, some of the ways that we as a church try to partner for the sake of uh, global disciple making and, and the sending of missionaries and the supporting of missionaries. Uh, so you might have noticed even this last few episodes, we've been talking a lot about talking with some of our missionaries and talking about sending uh, mi- missionaries. And so we want to do a quick overview of ways that as a church, we like to provide ongoing support and partnership with those that we've sent overseas. We're doing a lot of work, actually not a lot of work in uh, helping us train, identify, train, raise up and, and send out uh, missionaries from IDC to all over the world, uh, but there's uh, when we send somebody out. Uh, one of the things that's really been true of IDC for a long time is that we don't want to just you know say uh, goodbye. I hope that works out well, but we mm-hmm. want to kind of com- uh, preserve and promote ongoing partnership. So, Zach, uh, give us a, a quick overview of just like the kind of the some of the prongs and ways that we we try to provide that ongoing care and support with those that we've sent out. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, I think the first thing, first things first is why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's scriptural basis for having ongoing connection with yeah. those that we send out. So, you know, third John eight says we ought to support people like these, that we might be fellow workers for the truth. Um, and so I think that's really, really important yeah. for us to recognize, like, this is something that we're, we're actually uh, partnering with them in the work that they're doing in the world, yeah. even though we're not actually anywhere near where they are. Um, uh, I think, uh, one of the best examples of this from, uh, from the sort of the birth of the, of the modern missionary movement is whenever William Carey infamously said to his friend and pastor, Andrew Fuller, he said, I will go down to the pits if you will hold the ropes. And, uh, so in many ways, what we're doing as a local church is we're saying, Hey, you go down into the pits, you take the gospel to these places where the gospel has not been known and where churches have not been planted, where disciples are not, and we'll hold the ropes for you. Um, we'll, we'll keep hold of you and, uh, keep, keep praying for you, keep interceding for you, uh, keep, uh, keep coming and joining you and encouraging you there. Uh, keep sending people to where you are. Um, you know, we want to, we want to stay invested and connected to them. So we do that in a variety of ways. Um, you know, from, uh, from, uh, actually taking trips, uh, short-term trips and going and visiting them or in their place of ministry, either to encourage them, yeah. uh, strengthen them or to uh, partner alongside of them and helping them get the gospel to where it is not or ev- evangelize or train up leaders or whatever yeah. it may be. Uh, but then also, um, uh, we we actually do a you know the the missionary retreat every couple of years. We bring as many of our missionaries and their families together and take as many of the staff pastors as we can and our wives to go and just love on them, care for them, uh, feed them with the word of God, mm-hmm. and encourage them, counsel them, um, pray with them, uh, listen to them. Uh, but then uh, in addition to that, we we try to involve as many of our members as are are willing and able and and are willing to to commit uh, to to being a part of. Av- teams. 
um, advocacy teams are, are just uh, members of the body who have sort of rallied around a particular missionary and are providing ongoing regular support for them, maintaining contact with them on a regular basis and uh, praying for them and interceding for them uh, on, on behalf of them and, and their work. So, yeah. yeah, we do a lot of things. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And uh, it's that, that kind of third uh, avenue that I wanted us to kind of uh, just double click on a little bit and kind of peel back the curtain because... Um, you know, every now and then we've, you know, we've shown pictures of the retreats or, or, you know, you and I each just got back from various trips to go visit some of our, our folks kind of around the world, uh, just to encourage them and hang out with them. And, and, uh, yeah, have you recovered recovered yet? I have, I have, uh, yes, I think so. Mostly. You're Um, back, what, two weeks now? Uh, well, yeah, we can have. And then you Uh, guys were sick last week. That's right. Caught something on the way home, I guess. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it was a whirlwind. Uh, but those are, I mean, we, our, our souls were filled and we hopefully, uh, served our, our, uh, brothers and sisters that are that are living overseas as well, mm-hmm. um, but the advocacy teams are more kind of abiding. They're they're ongoing things, but mm-hmm. often maybe some someone in the background, and so not all of our members kind of a- have access to that. So, real quick, uh, roughly, how many how many missionary units do we have sent uh, overseas right now? Yeah, currently we have twenty four units on the on the ground on the field yeah. somewhere serving somewhere in the world. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got four other units that are probably going out before the end of this year. Yeah. So that's good. So, so a, a, a fairly uh, large size of, as far as a, a, a force of, of folks who have been sent out. Yeah. And if all of that would to be to, would fall, let's say to you, uh, you know, as you're the missions guy to kind yeah. of provide the care and the support and the camaraderie and the fellowship, it seems like that would be, uh, on the one hand, robbing the church of the opportunity to do do the ministry, but also probably not really feasible uh, to be able to get the attention. And so mm-hmm. we've we've uh, decided to to form these teams. So uh, tell us kind of how one of these teams is formed, kind of in the process yeah. of sending a, a, a missionary family. Yeah, that's great. So advocacy teams are sort of like. For us, they're a critical connection between Imago Dei Church as a whole and the missionaries that go out from us. Um, and so uh, it's in many ways, I would I would call them sort of like the the front lines of care mm-hmm. for that missionary, mm-hmm. uh, the front front lines of of uh, biblical community in a lot of cases, if they don't, if they can't find biblical community, wherever it is that they're serving, um, it's the front lines of, of, of accountability sometimes for them. Uh, 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 it's the front lines of, of any intercession that's taking place yep. for that missionary uh, from our, our membership, from our, from our, our church. And, uh, and so if you think about it, like every member in our church is required to be a part of a small group um, and be part of a, a growth group. And so they're receiving all of those things in the context of that growth group. Uh, through the, you know, in those relationships. And so these advocacy teams function in a similar way mm-hmm. uh, to provide that kind of support for those yeah. folks that are on the other side of the world yeah. and are more isolated from us as a body and yeah. are not able to have those rhythms to be able to connect with people yeah. here. And so um, uh, the way that uh, these advocacy teams initially get started is actually is the responsibility of the missionary uh, mm-hmm. who's being trained and developed and prepared uh, to be deployed uh, to go and serve the nation somewhere else in the world. And, uh, and it's their responsibility to actually form a team of people uh, that they believe is going to, to help maintain contact and care for them. So hopefully those, uh, those teams are going to be formed on the basis of uh, a pre-existing relationship yep. uh, 
where there's already trust that's there, uh, where there's already uh, the opportunity for them to be vulnerable and honest about uh, struggles and, and difficulties. And uh, they know that that's a safe person that they can they can share those things with and uh, uh, they're going to be cared for well. Um, so most of the time, uh, those teams uh, are formed to be somewhere around like six to 10 people mm-hmm. um, by the missionary as they are sort of leaving, as, yeah. they're, as they're on their way out yeah. prior to them being commissioned by the church, but as they're preparing to, to, to be yeah. commissioned. So, so yeah. as they so as they're sent out, they've got this team of folks uh, that they've kind of identified and, and kind of invited saying, help, help us be a part of this work that we're being sent out to do yeah. by, by holding the rope, by, you know, caring and encouraging and, and praying for yeah. perhaps going to visit all that kind of stuff. Um, but tell us, uh, Practically, how do you instruct and lead those team leaders, those advocacy advocacy team leaders, mm-hmm. to to do what? What are the rhythms of those teams in terms of uh, uh, caring for those those uh, missionaries? Yeah, so there's there's three sort of ongoing responsibilities that the advocacy teams have towards their towards their missionary. One is to advocate to the Father from the church, like voicing voicing to the Father on behalf of the church, praying fervently for the mm-hmm. missionary and their ministry. Another is to advocate. Uh, to the missionary from the church and caring for the missionary specifically mm. as representatives of of IDC. And then uh, to advocate to the church then uh, by representing the missionary uh, to the church um, and telling other members, hey, I, we got to yep. talk to, you know, this couple or that couple or this individual and they told us this and isn't that wonderful? Or, hey, this is a struggle. Can you mm. join me in praying for them? And so the way that they maintain that contact, um, there's really like two, there's really two big things that are like the bread and butter rhythms for uh, most of our advocacy teams. And uh, the first one is a weekly check-in. Um, so uh, all of the advocacy teams have some kind of group message um, using either Signal or WhatsApp or uh, Voxer or just a, an yeah. iMessage or whatever it may be. And they're doing a regular weekly check-in, just checking in on how things are going. Sometimes that's initiated by the missionary. Sometimes that's initiated by someone on the advocacy team. And then uh, and then they're doing uh, monthly video calls. Some teams have, uh, because the missionary feels like monthly is too often, Not yet. Uh, they've actually done uh, a call every other every other month or uh, quarterly. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, the goal is to actually serve the missionary. And yeah. so if it's if it's too cumbersome for their schedule, we don't want to be uh, you know too cumbersome for them. Um, but just having those two things, if you have those two things, uh, that advocacy team is going to be pretty strong and, yeah. and well connected to what's going on there yeah. with the missionary and with their work. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And then uh, you, know, you, you do those calls. Occasional things would be something like a you know a care package or something like that right. at the end of the year. They kind of that, that, those teams really run point. And then if and when the time comes for hey, let's send a short term team to kind of partner with ministry, the ad, advocacy team is probably going to get kind of first. First Absolutely. opportunity to kind of jump Absolutely. on those teams. Those every, time, teams. every time that we, so we offer to all of our missionaries, if you want us to try to send a short-term team every year, we will try to send a short-term team every year. Yeah. We don't get that kind of request from all 24 of them. Yeah. Uh, but this year, I think we got nine requests or cool. something like that, or eight, eight or nine requests. And so then we're looking, the first people we're looking to is those folks that are serving sure. on the advocacy team to say, hey, do you have the availability? Yeah. Do you have the, uh, the time? Yeah. Could you get off work? Can you go and do this? 
And I mean, that's purposeful too. We want to try to maintain the, uh, the relationship, not just between those individuals and the missionary, but also that strengthens the level of care that that individual can provide for the missionary sure. being connected to the work, actually building relationships with some of the nationals that are there, that they're serving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just gives them context for, for the kind of things, yeah. the, the, the environment, the culture, the work that they're doing. Um, it's just really, really helpful if we can get our members on the ground there totally. and then still connect connecting with them on a monthly, daily, yeah. daily weekly basis. Yeah, so. I think, uh, uh, so my wife and I have the uh, privilege of serving on, on a couple of these teams for folks that have uh, been sent out. And I th- what's really been striking to us um, over the last couple of years is just how kind of uh, spoiled we are with with opportunity when it comes to the technology mm. and, and maintaining the partnership. Yeah. Um, I mean, you look, you mentioned Fuller and Carey. I mean, like that partnership looked like, I mean, I'll send you some letters and they'll yeah. get there in months, yeah. hopefully, yeah. you know, um, and for, for us, we have the opportunity for such more, so much more immediate communication. Absolutely. And we've been really struck by how, um, and this has been honestly the most fun thing outside of just the relational connection. This has been the most fun thing for us is how involved we can be in the actual ministry. I mean, so many times a lot mm-hmm. of like your the updates you get from missionaries because of how much they can share it's you know it's that that monthly update and it's high level like here are life things that have happened mm-hmm. and then here's like a picture of kind of ministry stuff that's going yeah. on but it's it feels very it, it can feel be feel more abstract and distant and but i think with the opportunity for such frequent communication that's provided by by technology yeah. Uh, what we found is we can be really intimately involved with the team mm-hmm. uh, and to where you're talking about praying, like our prayers get much more specific. Yeah, you're right? praying for people by name. I, exactly. Like you I know, know names exactly of people what's in happening Southeast. tomorrow yeah. and you're praying for that particular event. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, if our, our folks are going out to a village in South Asia, like yeah. I can look that village up and be like, oh, that's where they're going to be in like three hours. And I can be yeah. praying for that. Yeah. And um, or more immediate, you know, physical needs. Some of our, our folks. They've, you know, hey, we haven't had water for three days or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, like we can pray for that specific need. So it's just really been uh, neat for us, even though we're not there day in and day out. We have a level of familiarity with the work on the ground and life mm-hmm. on the ground that really allows us. Now, that's obviously dependent on the missionary kind of bringing us into no, that. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But absolutely. if they do, we can we can really come alongside them in a unique yeah. way. I think uh, I think that's that's one of the things that I'm discovering. I feel like uh, advocacy teams, the quality of the advocacy team itself, is uh, really rises or falls on the basis of how engaged that missionary is with the advocacy yeah. team, and how engaged that advocacy team leader, yeah. especially, is with the missionary and and helping the team to be yeah. engaged. If if that connection, if that relational connection is strong, and if they're maintaining regular communication with one another, those teams are strong. Those yeah. missionaries feel cared for. Uh, they are actually being cared for. They don't just feel cared for. Sure. Um, and uh, and then and then the church is more connected, I yeah. think, to that work. Uh, the more distant and and uh, uh, time goes between uh, communication uh, with any of our missionaries, the less connected as a church we feel to what they're doing. Yeah. And so the more we can know, uh, the the better. Obviously, there are security concerns. Sure. Uh, we've sent missionaries to a lot of places that they can't even talk about where they live yeah. um, uh, in a public way. They can't talk about the work that they're sure. doing. They're actually, um, uh, you know, not legally allowed to be missionaries there in that yeah. context. And so we have to 
be careful about how we communicate sometimes and where we communicate sometimes. But one of the blessings about these advocacy teams is all of that can go away. You can speak very freely yeah. about what's going on. Yeah. And so there can be a high level of transparency yeah. and then a high level, level of involvement and awareness and, yeah. and understanding that can take place there too. No doubt. Yeah, for us, you know, we just got back from uh, this trip. It was so sweet. Uh, you know, Alicia and I got to go uh, mm. and be in the home of these people that we'd seen pictures of before, but like we know mm. their names. It's like we've been we've been praying for them <laughs> from the time they weren't believers to the time they are believers yeah. now and then are being discipled and trained up or whatever. And so just like yep. the flesh and blood kind of like, I know this is the first time we're meeting, but like, I know you, like yeah. I know, uh, and, and that was just really encouraging to our hearts and, and really thankful for the way that mm -hmm. that partnership gets to, uh, to be an ongoing thing yeah, for us. Really so uh, let's close it up there, but let's, let's wrap up with telling people um, what, one of the challenges you talked about, uh, the, the groups uh, are formed often, but as the missionary teams are, are leaving, yeah, sure. but we live in a fairly transient area yeah. where people need to roll off or they move or whatever. Um, so there is going to be pretty constant ongoing need to replenish yep. those teams. And it's not one of those things where kind of like you talked about with the intimacy, you can't just overrun them with like mm -hmm. 45 people. Mm -hmm. At the same time, there is a need, a steady need for, for people to, to jump into those teams and care for our, our, our missionaries. So mm -hmm. if someone was interested in being uh, on an advocacy team, the way we've been talking about with one of our missionaries, especially one that, that maybe needs to be replenished, mm -hmm. What are the action steps they can take to, to, to get plugged in? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing I would encourage you to do is there's actually a link on the website. If you go into the mission section of the website uh, and uh, look at uh, partnering with our missionaries there, there's actually a link you can sign up to be on an advocacy team. Um, uh, either myself or someone um, uh, someone that's connected to me uh, will end up uh, following up with you and getting you connected. Uh, may ask you some additional questions, but end up getting you connected to uh, one of the advocacy teams that has diminished in number or in activity. Um, and uh, we're, we're always trying to rebuild teams. Um, uh, we've at, at times had to rebuild teams from scratch, um, which is hard, uh, especially yep. for those missionaries that have been out right. for a long time. Uh, IDC looks very different today mm -hmm. than it did eight years ago, uh, where, you know, when, when we sent some of the first missionaries, they're still on the, on the field. And so... Um, so, but you can start there. Uh, I would say too, though, um, I, I, I look at, uh, Thomas and Leanne are getting ready to leave, um, IDC soon and be commissioned out themselves. And, um, and they've served, uh, faithfully on, uh, one of our missionaries advocacy teams while they've been here. And, uh, and so, uh, they were talking as they're forming their own advocacy team right now, uh, they were talking about, uh, recruiting someone to step in and fill their spot yeah, as yeah. they're having to leave this other advocacy yep. team. Yep. And so I think there are ways that uh, we can be very intentional in making sure that our missionaries are continuing to be cared for, um, even whenever they don't have real relationships here anymore, simply because IDC has turned over so many times and we've sent so many people out or released them to other places in the world or whatever it may be. Um, so, yeah, but I, I think uh, we can we can be intentional in those two ways for yeah, sure. That's good. That's good. Well, I'd love it uh, for one of those... Uh, Let's uh, let's fill all those teams up and make sure mm -hmm. all those folks are cared for. And uh, again, especially if if um, you know uh, someone who's listening and, and doesn't 
maybe right now feel like the Lord might be leading them to, to pick up and move their lives around uh, overseas, that does not mean you can't be actively involved in the work that the Lord's doing in, in uh, across the globe, making disciples and planting churches. And so, and, he, and you might find that through doing that, he does uh, lead you to, to go overseas. So yeah. that would be a bonus. Well, it's interesting. I, Amanda and I were talking last night uh, and she's reading this, the new book that David Platt just uh, put out. I can't remember the name of it right now, um, but it's uh, something about the American gospel. Like, so okay. he's, it's, it's a version of radical focused on, yeah. I think it wasn't just that radical-er. we were living. Yeah. yeah radical. Um, uh, but it wasn't just that we were living wrongly, but also we were believing wrongly mm. is I think the argument. And uh, he was, he was talking about whenever he had a conversation with uh, higher level leadership within the in- international mission board uh, before he, uh, before he was the president of the international mission board. And, um, and he, uh, he, he said that, uh, Basically, this individual kind of, he was ready to go and serve in Nepal. And this guy basically kind of talked him out of that and said, hey, you need, we need people here that are going to be advocating for other folks to mm-hmm. go overseas and serve overseas. And uh, and he kind of uh, talked about like what he learned in that season. And uh, he said, uh, what I learned, he, he said he didn't have a category up until that season. He didn't have a category for someone that lived in the United States, but had a, a real love and a passion and a zeal for uh, 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 that the nation would hear the mm. gospel and believe and become disciples and follow Jesus and uh, that all nations would hear and have yeah. uh, have an opportunity to, to respond to the gospel. And uh, and he said, I realized that um, I realized that the category for that was a Christian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not some kind of special thing, yeah, yeah, special yeah. role. It's that we as Christians uh, have to be more globally minded. We yeah. got to be, we got to be working towards the kingdom of God and not towards an American dream or anything mm. else. Uh, and I think it's, I think it's actually really helpful for us to say, okay, what does it look like for all of IDC, uh, every member in the life of our church to be kingdom minded yeah. and to say, Hey, we are Christians. And part of being Christians yeah. is we are concerned for that, that all nations would hear and that disciples would be made and churches would be planted everywhere. So that, I mean, Habakkuk, uh, that the waters, uh, that the glory of God would fill the earth as the waters cover the sea. Like we mm. want to see that. And um, so anyway, I think uh, I think if we can really like embody that as a church, uh, one of the ways that we can do that is through these advocacy teams. That's good. That's good. Thanks for thanks for that. Thanks for sharing and helping uh, organize and lead out in this. Um, all right. Thanks, IDC family, for listening. I uh, hope this has been helpful. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us uh, and we will talk to you next time.